<laughs> Y'all, we got special guests on 3302. <laughs> wow, we started that early? Yeah. Damn, it's Jizzle. Um, welcome back to another episode of the Post Up with 3302. I don't know why we just started like that, but okay. All right. We live again. Though. We live. Live, live. And we have a special guest in the building. Special guest. Special guest. My man. The iconic. Yes, sir. The one and only. Oh. <laughs> the one and only. Oh. <laughs> Anthony. Even if it's all sweaty to me. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, oh God. Man, we have the the, uh, the the most noble brother in the house tonight, wow. brother Anthony Ferguson, Fall 2011 initiative of the uh, what is it, Uncanny Alpha it's Theta, alpha theta chapter, right, chapter right, right, right. Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated through the mighty Midwest yes. region of the Newark District of Iowa. All of the, all of that, all of that, all of that, all of that, all of that. Self-service. So we gonna talk about self-service first. Do you have the definition of self-service back up? Do you have it back up so we can read it? What do y'all think of self-serving? How y'all define that? Alexis, how do you define self-serving? It defines Mm. itself. Hmm? It defines itself. It's one of those words that it defines itself. It's self-serving. Like, you're only interested in yourself. You're not looking out for others. You're really making moves to um, just advance you. You're not looking to help others along the way or whatever journey y'all might be talking about. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I just know I walked in on this. So. Let, me, let me read the definition. Read the definition first. Let us hear it for the people in the back. As uh, defined by Google, it says um, concern for oneself before others. The other definition is having concern for one own, one's own welfare interests before those of others. So, so not necessarily not looking out for others, but just putting your interests uh, and welfare first. Mm. Is that a wrong thing? Is it something that you shouldn't do? Now, I like the way Brian framed it when we first asked him this question um, about, like, it's about progression. You know, it's, it's seen as a very, it could be seen as a very positive way. And I haven't never thought about it like that, so... Yeah, because when you think about self-serving, that means to me, that's the betterment of you, right? So how do you know the betterment betterment of you is not going to uplift everybody else? You know what I'm saying? Because self-serving can mean like, okay, I may uplift myself, but then people forget about self-serving. can also mean like you helped me get that, so like you helped build that, so that's part of me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, that's all not together. I think people who mm-hmm. view self-serving as a negative are people who got their feelings hurt. Hmm. 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 So, so um, I'm reminded of self-serving in another way, right? So when you're on that, you always hear that uh, when you're on an airplane, it says, you know, something happens in case of emergencies, oh. look out for yourself first, mm-hmm. then look out for someone else. 
So I don't know if it's a if that's a negative thing or not. How someone will look at it in, in that perspective, but I you know I, I think there can be negatives and positives with self serving for sure. Well, somebody got to tell the story, man. So you know, <laughs> I, I I don't think that every move I don't think that every move should be you should uh, be calculating how does this benefit me, right? I think mm-hmm. if 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 I perceive that every thing that you do, whether that's in an organization. Uh, or in life, or just how you move in general. If that's if, if you're saying that uh, everything that I do needs to benefit me in some way, and there won't be any sacrifices for me, that's that's a negative way that I, I would say someone's being self-serving. But I guess in in what I'm actually now realizing, and, and Brian's uh, agreeance with that is that like in some way, um, like I think self-serving isn't bad because like you're you are using the tools and the and the processes and the things that you are doing in a way to serve you best because you're fulfilling yourself in mm-hmm. ways that you know um, other ways which that you are using this self-serving definition would feel like I mean the things that you're doing with um, with the fraternity I mean that in itself is self-serving because you're filling your yourself your emotions your gaps your I think you're you have witnessed there are things missing in your life, which is why you started the Alpha Scholars program. You feel, I don't know if you felt like you weren't giving back that much, but you know what I'm saying? So in a, in a sense, it is self-serving. We have to find fulfillment in those, in the things that we do, or else we wouldn't do them. But self-serving also can be viewed, especially in the black community, a lot as a negative. You know what I'm saying? So like when you think about self-serving, self-serving gets really confused with sacrifice a lot. Mm. And like, think about it like this. So like when you say you're self-serving yourself, right? For the betterment of you, that could be you practicing on a craft and not doing something for somebody else that they may feel like, oh, you didn't come support me in this and do this, that, and the third. Knowing that if you don't put in the time in with time in with this, you're not going to be able to help everybody because you know if you ever reach a certain level, everybody going to eat as a result of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it could be like a catch-22 Whereas you could be like, oh, this person is self-service, so it can also mean sacrifice also equals selfish. It kind of just depends on how that person, like, is in that particular point in time. You know what I'm saying? So where did this come from? Like, where did this conversation stem from? Mm. Um, why are we here today having this Yeah, it came out of the blue. It came out of the blue. Yep, it came out of the blue. I, you know, I, I, to, to that point, though, I, I think oftentimes when... When you're in an organization or when you're a part of something and you know naturally people want to progress right uh, there's some folks who can be in the same position or in the same role uh, for 10 15 plus years and then there's some other people that you know they come into an organization and they know from the very beginning uh, that where they currently are they don't want to be in the next few years right so I think when when someone knows that uh, you uh, you have something that, that may be a, a greater calling or something beyond, uh, you wanna be beyond where you are right now. Uh, and then everything that you do gets tied back into, well, are you only doing this to help you advance? And I think mm. that the answer could be yes, uh, but I don't, th- I don't necessarily think that that's a negative thing, right? So you can wanna progress in an organization in your life and then not be a negative thing, right? People, you know, everyone is made for different levels um, you know, I think to your point, Brian, I think when folks say that that's coming from a place of insecurity mm-hmm. uh, and, and just um, uncertainty of, of actually understanding um, someone's motives. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I, I think that's the bigger issue, not understanding the motives of why someone wants to be in that position or progress the way that, that they want to progress. Insecurity, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's insecurity too, because then it's like, because then they're going to start comparing them to how somebody could be working, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, this person doing all this, when I wouldn't even think of that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that person views self this because that implies that there's a certain way to do things. Like, it implies like the old way of doing it isn't the same way. I mean, like, that's just the way it's supposed to be. It's just that old way, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think self-serving has, I think when people call people self-serving sometimes, not all the time, it could be viewed as breaking tradition. That's the hardest thing to break. So, like, when you're trying to break that mold, <laughs> people are always going to call you something. Sure, sure. Hmm. Well, that, that, you know, I don't know. I think, that, I think that's a good point, and and, uh, and again, people are, you know, people do, can do X amount of work, but if they're not looking to move forward, then they'll probably never get the title of self-serving, right? If you're just someone that's doing work, then you're going to be, you know, you're looked at as potentially a servant versus self-serving uh, because when you're doing something for the greater good, <coughs> you have to then realize, well, in order for you to be self-serving, you have to be getting something out of it. And, you know, I think that's a little unfair to say that just because someone wants to get, you know, something out of something uh, or, or you know, the residual of, of me helping you could be uh, helping myself. You know, I, I just think that's I think that's sort of unfair to, to look at it that way. That's what's up. I, you know, and I think it's uh, it's interesting how we're having this conversation and, you know, you have your background and always be wanting to counsel motherfuckers and shit. I just wonder, like, if you if we apply this to, you know, if we're looking at self-serving and, and the philosophy and behind it, um, I wonder, in, in a black community, as, as a black community, um, should we, you know, I want to say, should we not be that way? Like, should we not be self-serving? It goes back to the, this whole um, framework of, like, we should have our own shit and not be, like, integrated into shit like should we be serving self or should we be you know going out and making these these partnerships these you know these alliances to 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 get what we need I think that's a good point I think we are probably one of the only group of people that will say stuff like self-serving and uh, bougie and you think you're better than this person if you're in another community traditionally Mm -hmm. uh, white communities you you never you never hear uh, words like that because that's the realm that they exist in. Right? Right. I was speaking to another brother who, who exists in that world, and he always says, you know, if you're in a neighborhood where the standard is, you know, BMWs and Mercedes, you know, that's the standard. You know, you, you know where to go and you know where how to find that. But if you take that to the hood, it's you think you're better than us because right? they're not used to that. Right. So, you know, to, to, to the point that you were making, when you're trying to make change, when you're introducing something that's unfamiliar when you're trying to get beyond a state or a district, right, um, and, and, you're, and you're switching things up, then you may be perceived as being a little, a little bougie. Wow. I'm just, okay. <laughs> mo- mm. um, you call them good. Um, I guess... I can agree with Ferg with that. And when you brought that up, when you brought that up, I just thought about like all these um, awards and different things that happen in Des Moines, like these young professional awards, the 40 under 40 awards, all that. Like we view that as self-serving, but 
white folks view that as a come up. Like mm-hmm. that's their mm-hmm. opportunity to come up. That's their opportunity yeah. to get their name, their business, their organization, their foundation, whatever they're working on out there. And so I can I'm hearing y'all now and I still relate um self serving to selfishness some mostly but i'm hearing what y'all saying i'm like okay there is a purpose for it and if you can propel yourself forward um with whatever backing you have um i i mean there's no no issue no big issue with that but i can get where you're coming from javon where it's like oh well then you somebody's looking at you as if you're trying to get out of something versus putting yourself in another on another pedestal or whatever. I just think more importantly, I think it, it goes, to me it goes back to I love myself more than I love you because I can only love myself as much as as I know I can so that I can share that love with you. Like, I don't know how to share it if I don't know what it looks like. Sure. Like, I need to embody it. So I love myself more than I love you. Sure. And, and Tanya said that actually. <laughs> Tanya don't love yourself though. <laughs> just saying. I just think on the most basic level, when I think of self-serving, it's, you know, I will give you this only if you give me that, right? Or, right. you know, I will give you this, but what am I getting in return? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, I, I think that could that could be self-serving. Uh, and I think that's a negative lens that you can look at it in. I, the other thing is, you know, I'm going to give you this, but because of this, you're able to produce X, which then gives me this. And, uh, you know, or because of you receiving this, I just so happen to get, you know, this benefit or there's a potential of me getting this benefit. Um, you know, or if I give you this, you know, I, that's something I add to my resume. Right. Because I, I've done it. Not, you know, if, if I'm not going to put it on there, you know, it's not going to be I'm not going to do it. But, you know, I just get to add it. Um, you know, I think that's another way to, to look at it. Right. A, a give and take relationship. It's, it's not bad. Um, you know, I, I always tell I always tell my friends, you, I, I will let you, uh, I will give you money, but I never need to borrow it from you. Because my <clears> thing is, I don't. If we're friends, I'm going to get it back at some point, right? I'm not looking for it back. You don't have to pay me that back because you give me other things mm-hmm. that supplement that instead of saying, I did this, so you now have to, you now have to do that. No, and then when you think about like if you break down self serving again, like you think think about it, like serving is implying that you're doing something for the greater good, right? Sure. So if you think about it, and so I consider when somebody puts self in front of it, it means you told them no, because most of the time you think about selfish is implied when you say no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you're selfish with your time because you won't come to this. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like thinking about it like at all the times that you said no, like have you said no to be called self-serving? So like if you haven't felt like you've had, you've really declined and did things or whatever, I think people just label that when they don't get what they want. So they call you self-serving too. Mm. I think it all comes down to insecurities. It do. Oh, no. somebody I still somebody. don't agree with that, but I think it's intention. I think it's the intent to that's behind all motivation. It's like what do I get out of this? I don't know about insecurity, I would say in, like bad intentions, like, if anything. Mm. I just I just can't think of someone who I would you know consider self-serving. Not that I don't think that those sort of people exist. Um, yeah, I, you know I I don't know someone someone that is only looking out for themselves, selfish or I know some selfish people. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, I'm someone that says I'm I'm only doing this for myself, for the benefit of myself. I, I don't know many of those people. Again, I, I do think they exist, um, but, you know, self-serving, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, man. Well, you know, always good conversation. We got also Pyramid Theaters. Man, Fer, you've been to a couple of them. Can I we have. get a review? I have. What do you think about the... the Pyramid the... always always offers quality shows to me. Okay. Man. I, I think... Top-notch for Des Moines? You know, top-notch for anywhere, honestly. Like, I think when you, when you are um, looking at black productions, right, for me, you know, the standard goes up um, because it's our people. And I think Pyramid always, you know, in my opinion, always executes top-notch. Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to to this summer, uh, getting some tickets and, and you know taking taking some folks there to mm-hmm. to well, see to you. see thank the show. You. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what we got up on the lineup? You know, um, this season 2019, um, we open June 7th um, and close June 23rd, and we open with um, a August Wilson play, which is a 90 minute play called How I Learned What I Learned. And then in between that, we will have um, five performances of Too Heavy for Your Pocket, which was written by one of our founding members, Jere Holder, Jere Breon Holder. Let me get that right. Yeah, he finally say his name right. (laughs) (laughs) Spit that shit. Spit that shit. (laughs) You're a founder, okay? Yes, so come to our shows. You can buy tickets at the Des Moines Performing Arts Center's website or at their ticket office. Tickets are on sale right now. Season tickets are also available at a lower discount than what you would buy for individual tickets. I'm not going to tell you the price. You can research that yourself. Because uh, I want all my money. Um, all, of it. all of it. I'm just kidding. Um, but it's going to be fantastic. Um, one of our other founding members, Freddie J. Fulton, is coming back what? to be in Two Heavens. He's yes. going to be in Too Heavy for Your Pocket. He just accepted his um, role this morning. Um, and then the original Evelyn for t- from Too Heavy for Your Pocket on the first production, who actually the character was written for. Her name is Brittany. She is a graduate student at University of Iowa right now in their theater program, and she is in the show as well. So this is about to be He's super excited to come That's back. Um, up, also, if you're into fundraisers and fancy events, we have a fundraiser on May 31st to honor our exiting board members, Renee Hardman and Rosemary Parsons, who are two influential black women in Des Moines. Um, Tickets are on sale at Noche now for $50 up until May 1, and then they go up to $75. Um, it is a night to remember. We have special guests of Chester Gregory, who is from Off-Broadway, who originated the role on of Jackie Wilson in Motown and uh, was in Sister Act, and then Antonio Woodard, who was in A Man Corner, is coming back to sing down the house. We flying them in. And then we got Madison Ray, 
Andrea Peterson, uh, the trio, uh, everybody. All Pyramid is going to be there. And so it's no going to be a, yep, no and Noche. Shade. May 31st, Friday. It's a Friday night. Can I just give you my money now? Tickets are available at Noche. Javon is buying the first drinks for the first five people. Also, first plug, uh, Bucks will be getting a discount code from What's Bucks? What's uh, Bucks? What's Black Bucks? Urban Professional Des Moines, man. Y'all uh, go look us up on the Facebook page, BUP4 slash DSM. Uh, We're going to get together yeah. soon, but definitely we want to give some uh, tickets away for the show. So, uh, you know, we got some we got some new information coming out with that, and we need to post y'all stuff on yep be on the lookout season announcement will be coming by the end of this week or the beginning of next week i am one woman running the show right now so we gonna make sure that comes i told y'all to get an intern man that's your fault we we are in the processes of doing that we just transitioned we are working on that right now gentlemen Let's give Thank a special you. shout out to Alexis Jawan Davis. Oh, we gonna spin it. We gonna spin it. We gonna spin them. All right, we gonna do it. We gonna do it for all the work that she's been doing for the Pyramid Productions. Pyramid all the way through. So Make major shout out, out to, uh, to Lex for holding it down. Thanks. Yep. Make you know, sure y'all get y'all tickets. If y'all listen to this podcast, you need to buy your tickets. Don't forget. It's great shows, except the one time y'all had the white choir singing. You came on the wrong night and you did not listen to me. No, because you told me that you were coming another night. You came on the wrong night. I told you what nights to come. Let me tell you. What I, don't I don't know what they were singing because I left that night. Because listen, 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 Linda, listen, Linda. We was giving choirs opportunity, so there was a different choir every night. So this was for our show, Amen Corner, two years ago. We did a different choir every night to showcase the choirs in Des Moines, and that that choir signs up. We're not going to turn away a choir that was interested in being in our show and interested in helping our performance. Now, because they sang Oh Happy Day I, and sounded yes, off and nigga, was on the ones I'm and threes, that is not choir, our fault. White folks singing Oh Happy. I was so mad. I told you not to go that night. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I did not tell you to come this oh. night. I told you to come a different night. You did not That's listen. Only bad That's you. your fault. I'm that was you your know, fault. For the record. Because when you opened the night, opening night was uh like I know, uh, Corinthian. Yep. And I then know. Elam came and sang down. Cornerstone came. You came on the wrong nights. Uh, I'm just saying, bro. I was so peeved. I was peeved. I was just like, come on, bro. <laughs> oh, right. my God. But, thank but yeah, y'all. make sure y'all go check out. Shout out to Alexis for all the work she do. All the work she do. Yes. Man. Thanks, yes. y'all. Man, look, man, we got a GoFundMe for her intern right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can send all her Venmo and cash apps to B.A. Thomas Jr. 25. You know what I'm saying? I'll make sure. Self-serving. Oh, Self-serving. Look at you that 20, 20 that percent cut. Grin, look at that shit. I know. <laughs> Cat them looking like quagmire. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
Talk to y'all a special edition live one. Y'all be good. Thank you for listening to another week of the post up with 3302. We will see y'all next time. Hopefully not in a month. Thank you. <laughs> this episode was sponsored by Coconut Oil. Doing that Javon <laughs> needs that shit for his head. <laughs> if you need to go Whoa. ahead and contribute to it, you can put use the special <laughs> promo code COC Oil for Javon Johnson. That is COC Oil on the Pyramid website. Thank you so much. You have a great day.